Hello. Welcome to our Remarkable Women podcast. This is a branch of ministry from our women's ministry at Grace Community Church in Goshen, Indiana. I'm your host and core team member, Tara Rauch. The heart behind this podcast is to connect us together while we talk about the everyday experiences that women deal with. This is a place for women to share about their own journey and what God is doing in their life. It's a place where we can learn from their experiences, glean from their wisdom, be encouraged that we are not alone, and find hope in the everyday. Hi, and welcome to our Remarkable Women podcast. Um, I am so excited today to continue our series on pastor's wives and just excited that I get to interview um, someone very dear to me, Shelby Gillette. Welcome, Shelby. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So Shelby, go ahead and just introduce yourself. Um, Yeah. Talk a little bit about past up till now. Great. Well, my name is Shelby. Um, My husband, Jordan, is the um, senior high youth pastor here at Grace Community Church. Um, He's had that role for about five years. We actually started in November, so it's almost exactly five years now, uh, which is kind of fun. Yes. Um, Grace has definitely become a home for us, and we love it here, especially the people Um, But neither of us grew up around here. He is originally from Virginia, and I actually grew up in Mexico. My parents served as missionaries there um, for over 20 years, and so I was born and raised on the mission field. Um, I love the perspective that that gave me, um, kind of being on the front lines um, of the spiritual world. Um, I think it definitely affected the perspective that I look at the world now. Um, So we, Jordan and I, we met at um, Grace College in Winona Lake, Indiana. Um, We were friends first, and then um, I can go into that a little bit more later, but we were friends first, and we started dating barely at the end of our senior year. So we can still say that we dated in college, Um, but then we have been married for eight years. Um, We have three amazing kids. There are three of them now. Um, I know. Uh, We have a three-year-old, Silas. He's our oldest. Um, Our second, Anaya. She will be two in January. And then we actually have a three-week-old baby. His name is Bennett. And he was kind of a surprise blessing that the Lord brought into our lives. And he kind of completes our family. Um, So those are three kids. Like I said, there's three of them. And they are still really little. Um, So part of it is um, like interests and hobbies. Of like, well, like that's my life now. Like I take care of three kids at home. Um, I'm blessed to be able to stay home with them during the day. And I, most days I love that. Um, And so, but when I am not taking care of three children, um, I love to spend time. We love to spend time as a family um, outside if we can. Um, During the recent snow, we were able to go outside. It was so much fun. Um, My kids are old enough that they could go out and we built snow forts and the tiny little, tiniest little snowman ever. Um, But it was really fun. So we're excited for winter to be here. Um, I also love reading. Um, Jordan, my husband and I, we um, have recently started liking the same authors. So it's been really fun to kind of read alongside each other. And, that is fun. Yeah, like discuss it and just like it's fun to be learning the same things at the same time. And um, I think that's brought us even a little bit closer together. 
Um, but yeah, I love hanging out with my family, my um, parents, and I have two brothers. They live sort of in the area, so we get to see them um, often, and that's really fun to hang out with cousins, and um, we never thought that my family would live close together, especially growing up in Mexico, and so that has been a true blessing. That is awesome. Well, I love you and your family, <laughs> and it's been so fun getting to know you over these five years. Oh, and thank you. And just follow your journey with mm-hmm. your kiddos, too. They're all so precious. They are. They're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Shelby, now that you have told us a little bit about yourself, we're going to go a little deeper. Okay. And tell us three things about yourself that we might not know. Ooh, okay. Uh, Well, first of all, after I graduated from high school, um, before I came back to Indiana for college, I actually spent six months working as a nanny on the island of Maui in Hawaii. That sounds like a dream It was fabulous. It was fabulous. (laughs) Uh, So that was something maybe you know, people don't know about me. Um, Another thing is, um, so my dad is like a jack of all trades and he's super amazing at carpentry. And so actually in high school, um, he offered to, to teach me how to do carpentry. And so I actually started my own carpentry business in high school and it's how I bought my first car and paid my way through college Um, and I still every now and then um, can convince him to help me make some stuff so we recently built our dining room table that is so cool yeah which is awesome like I get to use it every day and it just reminds me of my special relationship that I have with my dad Um, so that is maybe something else and then lastly and this one people might know but just in case, um, all three of our children are adopted. Mm-hmm. So God has chosen to build our family in that way. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Okay, Shelby. So um, we would love to hear how you and Jordan met Mm -hmm. and how he proposed. Perfect. Um, So like I said earlier, Jordan and I met at Grace College. Uh, We were in the same year and we actually met officially um, our freshman year in a speech class. Um, He was dating someone else at the time, though. And I'm like not that kind of a girl. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's really awesome, but man, he's taken. Um, so we became friends. Like we'd wave to each other in the cafeteria or that kind of thing, but he was kind of like out of my mind. Um, and then I actually went, oh, this would have been another three things you didn't know about me. I studied abroad. What did you year. What didn't uh, you do? <laughs> My junior year um, in college, I actually went to Madrid, Spain. Again, fabulous. It was amazing. Would highly recommend. Mm -hmm. Um, But over that year, um, Jordan became single. And so I came back my senior year and um, our roommate, so we both lived at, um, it's called Kent Hall. And we both lived, so we lived in apartments on opposite sides of the building. So his roommate was engaged to my roommate 
And I don't know if it's the same way at Grace College now, but at the time you were not allowed to hang out like co-ed in a co-ed dorm without like a third wheel. So like our roommates couldn't hang out together unless they had someone with them. So regularly I would come home from class or Jordan would come home from class and the other of us would just be sitting there as our roommates are like off, like talking on the couch. So we just (laughs) had to be there. So we would start talking and hanging out. And so technically we could credit our roommates with like actually getting us together. But our first official, he officially asked me out. It was to a Euchre tournament that Grace was throwing. And then we went out to Steak and Shake, which I don't think is there anymore. So sad mm. in Warsaw. Um, and we went out and we chatted late into the night. Um, and that was like our official date. So like I said, I was kind of at the end of our senior year. Um, that was in April and then he actually went overseas to China to visit his sister. So he was gone all summer. Um, but then we both stayed in Winona Lake. So we were back in the fall and we continued throughout that fall. And I, I was terrified that he would tell me he loved me and I would not be able to like return the emotion if you know us well, you know, he is more emotional and I'm more <laughs> logical. So I was so scared that he was going to tell me he loved me and I would just like feel pressured to say it back or like, ah, <laughs> I think you're really awkward. So I actually told him like, you are not allowed to tell me you love me. I have to be able to say it first. Oh, such a horrible girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but so he stayed true to that. He did not tell me he loved me until um, it was in November of that year that we had started dating and um, we both lived in Winona Lake. And so we were coming back. He was dropping me off from a date and I said, okay, wait, like I have a letter that I want to read to you. And so we sat in the car and I read him a letter and it was a whole list of the things that I loved about him. And I'm going through the list and at the very end, I said, and Jordan, I realized that I have fallen in love with you. And then I look at him, I'm like, okay, this is your moment, man. Like I'm allowed, like say it back to me. And he says, Thank you. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, really? That's it. He's like, well, if I say it now, it's just because you said it. Like, well, isn't that how you feel? (laughs) It was a great moment. (laughs) So, yes, he did admit he had also fallen in love with me. Um, So that was kind of our, like, okay, like, we know that we wanted to, like, I mean, we talked about marriage before that, and but this was our like, okay, like we officially know that we love each other, talked a little bit more about marriage. Um, so we were moving in that direction, but I didn't know like exactly what he was thinking. Um, so he, but I was like suspicious, right, at that point. Um, so he was texting with me and my brother. He was attending Grace College at the time, and he had asked in the text, he said, okay, like let's hang out at we were going to an only grace brethren at the time and they have this place called the hub and jordan was in charge of worship and so he had a key so he's like let's go and let's watch a movie and it can be the three of us it'll be great shall we why don't you pick up pizza this whole time thinking like this is really odd like we've (laughs) never done this before is this like maybe his moment what's going on and so i of course like all right do my hair like make sure i'm presentable (laughs) super cute just in case yes so I show up at my parents' house, which is where my brother was um, living at the time, to pick him up. And out, walking out of the house is my mom, are my mom and dad, and they're walking with a congratulations balloon <laughs> to the car. So I said, "Um, 
dad, where are you going? He said, uh, it's your grandma's birthday, which was true. It was her birthday. And he said, my mom quickly jumps in and goes, you just can't find happy birthday balloons, balloons that you want these days. So <laughs> they were giving her a congratulations balloon. They're like, okay, bye. Like off in their car and leave. <laughs> so if I hadn't been like suspicious up until that point that kind of confirmed it for me like okay like this is gonna be my moment (laughs) um so we went to the hub and props to my brother he like went and um up to the top and he like turned like dim lights and then he left and so jordan came out from the back and he got down on one knee he played a video that he had put together of the things that he loved about me he got down on one knee and he proposed um and then we um, went to a different part in the church and friends and family and everything were there and a congratulations balloon as it turns <laughs> out imagine that imagine that <laughs> and my grandma was there and it was truly her birthday so Aww. she shared that with us that was really sweet um, but it was it was Jordan was super thoughtful we had like our moment when he actually proposed just the two of us and then we could go and celebrate with friends and family and and that was really fun he did a great job Oh, that's great. What a great story. So if you see a congratulations balloon, always be suspicious. That's what I've learned. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) So Shelby, it's so fun watching you with – with your kiddos. You mm-hmm. are such a great mom. Um, yeah, super mom in my opinion. <laughs> um, but um, so share with us something mm-hmm. you love about motherhood and something that is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can just say all of it is love and struggle and be done, does that work? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting off that easy. Ah, so close. <laughs> um, what do I love about motherhood? I truly love being a mom. Um, so we, all of our children are adopted, like I said before. And so we waited a while, um, before God brought kids to our family. So we'd actually been married for five years and that was not our original plan. Um, and so I think that time of waiting and that desire just like kept growing and growing and growing until God finally brought children into our lives. And, um, and so I think that like, like, exaggerates or makes it even bigger of like, oh my goodness, like I'm so blessed to be able to be a mom. Cause at some, at one point I didn't know if I would ever be able to, like we'd ever have kids. And so I think that makes it even more like, ah, like every day just to be able to wake up and, and be hugged by these kids of like, oh my goodness, like God is so great in bringing them and allowing us to have the honor to be their parents. Um, so that is for sure part of it, I think. Um, but I, one of the things that I love, love, love is, um, especially in our oldest and just because he's getting to that point and where he's starting to put some things together. Um, but I love when like the things that we have been trying to instill in them, specifically spiritual things, um, start to like take root Mm -hmm. and then like you can start seeing it click in their mind. Um, so for an example, the other day it was snowing. And so we went outside, we got all bundled up, we went outside and it was snowing and just, um, for no reason, I was just like, oh, did you guys know that God made the snow? 
And my oldest, he threw his arms wide open and looked up into the sky, right? The snowflakes hitting his face. And he goes, thank you, God, for the snow. And it was just like out of this, like he was so happy and joyful. And he chose to like look at his creator and thank him. And that was like, oh, like my heart just burst. I'm like, okay. Like in the hard days, there are still – like it's still getting through to them of like, okay, there's still – yeah, it's still impacting their hearts um, for the Lord. And so I love that part of it. Um, Other things too, obviously, like I love when they obey and when they listen and those things, but that is like, that's our goal, right? Is Is to raise children that love the Lord and that follow Jesus and have a relationship with him. And so when those things start coming out, that's just, oh, I love that. Um, and a struggle. Well, we do have a newborn, so am I allowed to say that's my biggest struggle right now? Although I did tell you earlier, he slept for five hours last night straight, and so it was like, oh, I feel like a whole new person today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, But a struggle is, um, I do think um, it is very weighty to think of, and I know that I'm not ultimately responsible for their souls, um, but God has placed them in our family. And I believe part of that is he's placed them in our family to learn about him and for us to point them to Jesus. And there's a weight to that. Um, And so I'm on my knees every day like, Lord, you have to give me the words. Like you have to impact their heart first and then help my actions and words and Jordan's actions and words show that to them. And I love we're surrounded by such an incredible community that does that too. It's not just Jordan and I love it on these kids. It's so many people that are pointing them to Jesus. Um, But that is definitely a weight that I would carry. And it's a struggle when, um, I mean, I'm not great at patience. So that's one of them. Like when I get impatient or I I don't act in or react in a way that um, is God-honoring, that is an immediate like, okay, Lord, like you're going to have to help me in this. And so I think with um, motherhood in general – um, but now, especially with having the three of them, I am at my the end of my rope a little bit more. Um, and so it's been a really sweet time of like, um, okay, Lord, like you're going to have to meet me in this moment. Like, please give me patience or please help me to respond well when my child starts whining or wants the same thing for the fifth time in a row. <laughs> um and so, it, yes, it has been a struggle in that, but it's also been an amazing time of the Lord meeting me there and um, just an incredible way that I can grow in my relationship with him. And so, yes, a struggle, but also like a really sweet time with the Lord, if that makes sense. Mm, totally. Mm-hmm. No, that's really good stuff. Yeah. Shelby, can you share with us your testimony and a time in your life that impacted your walk with the Lord? Yeah. Um, So like I mentioned before, I grew up um, in Mexico. And so um, the the difference between my parents who were missionaries and their spiritual walk and um, the people that we were living with, um, so we lived within a, a tribe in the mountains of Mexico, and there was a lot of spiritual darkness in that area. And so the the difference between my parents and them was very stark. So I got to see a lot of really awesome, like we call them Jesus moments of like, that couldn't have happened without Jesus here. And um, it was very, like my parents had to lean on the Lord a lot. And so I cannot remember a time 
um, in my life that I didn't know about God and I didn't like know about Jesus. Um, so, I mean, my mom would say it was at a young age that I like asked him to be my own Lord and Savior. Um, and from that moment, like there's obviously the process of sanctification, right? Like you don't like become a believer and then all of a sudden your life is amazing and perfect. Um, but it was really cool to to be raised with that perspective and to kind of see that. And um, it's definitely affected the way that I see the world now. And I love that. Um, but kind of, so um, from there, was, I mean, ups and downs is there isn't any spiritual journey, but I think the, uh, probably the most, um, maybe the most recent impactful moment um, in my walk with the Lord is, um, so, and I referenced this a little bit before, but um, Jordan and I, we'd been married about two years and we decided, all right, like we're established-ish. Um, let's um, try to have some kids. Let's try to build our family. And we had talked about um, adoption before, um, but our plan was um, to have some biological and then some adopted and kind of have this like mixed family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, great, like, let's start with biological and see where that goes. And so um, we are very blessed to be come pregnant right away. Um, and it was about, we were about 10 or 11 weeks along um, and I started bleeding. And so um, we went to the ER and we found out that we were having a miscarriage um, and we were devastated. Like no one in my friend group or my family had ever had a miscarriage before. And so like we knew it was a possibility, but um, we didn't really, like we didn't have experience with it. And so um, we were, re- we were really, um, torn up about it. And so, um, thankfully, uh, we had an amazing group of friends at the time and they really, um, just poured into us and could walk with us along that journey. Um, and, but we were determined like, all right, like we really want to have children. And so, um, we tried again to get pregnant and we found out that we were pregnant in January. Um, so it was just a couple months later and, um, we again had a miscarriage. That one was only about seven weeks along. Uh, we went in for an ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. Um, and so um, thankfully, like my body was able, I didn't ever have to have a DNC or any of that. Like that's a little bit more traumatic, um, but it was still very emotionally difficult. Um, and so at that point, since we had two back to back and we were recommended to go to a specialist um, and he, they took a bunch of tests and the doctor was surprised at like how healthy I was, mm-hmm. uh, which was like, huh, like that's good, right? Um, but I had a, um, a blood clotting disorder. Um, and so they're not positive if that's what happened. Um, but that would be a possibility. And the doctor assured us that, hey, there's medicine, there's things that we can do if you want to continue to try for biological children. They're like, there's no guarantee it'll be the next one, but at some point we will for sure, you will be able to hold a baby. So Jordan and I, and we kind of sat down to process all of this and um, he right away was like, we've talked about adoption. Let's just go. Like, let's just go that way. It seems like God is opening that door. Um, and I was a little bit more hesitant. I was like, I just had this urge. Like, I want to like fight to have a biological child, whatever that means. And he was super like respectful of that. Um, and so we decided to take some time, both of us, um, to take some time to pray about it individually. And we said, all right, in a couple of months, like, we're going to come back together and see, like, if this is still what we're thinking, because we wanted to really have a united front, whichever way we decided to go. 
And I was like, okay, yeah, that's great. But like, I was pretty confident at that point in time that like we were still going to try for biological kids. So I was like, yeah, 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 I'll pray about it. But like, <laughs> we both know that this is what we're going to do. Um, but like, so throughout those months, like we really took it to heart. Like we, we need to ask the Lord, like how he wants to build our family. Um, and I like, it is not, I cannot explain it. And I, there was no like specific moment that was like, ah, like a light bulb went on or anything like that. Um, but at the end, I was the one to say, like, Jordan, like, I really think the Lord wants us to adopt. And he was like, what? Like, <laughs> you got to write that down. Like, because this was <laughs> like, he was also shocked that um, I was really feeling that way. And so um, so we started pursuing adoption. And it was around that time um, that we actually moved up here to Goshen. And so there was like, we were kind of in the adoption process and we were moving into full-time ministry. So there was a lot going on. We were buying a house up here in Goshen. Um, it was really great. We were able to talk with a couple of different people about adoption, you and John being one of them. Mm -hmm. um, that was super helpful. Um, and so we uh, went with the agency that you and John also use, and I think a couple other people in the church too. It's like yeah, our church's so. agency. <laughs> if anyone is interested in adoption, talk to John and Tara. <laughs> or Jordan and Shelby. Yeah, we, yes, the same agency. Um, and so that was – we went through that agency and we – it's called Going Live. Like all of our home studying, everything was on um, – was in place and we were being advertised. And it was about nine months later that our son Silas was born and we got to be in the hospital with him and bring him home. And his um, – like his birthday was just a couple months before – it would have been three years before our – our first miscarriage. So our first miscarriage and then all this other stuff. And then three years later we had our son. Um, and in the grand scheme of things, like three years is like, Oh, that's not that long. Right. Like when God looks at something, three years is not a long time, but let me tell you in the middle of that three years, it feels like it's forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously like God was in it with us and he was walking with us. Um, but there was a moment when I remember I could not sleep. It was during those three years that I could not sleep. And I remember just sitting up in bed and holding my hands out, palms up, and just saying, Lord, like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I feel like these desires that you've placed in our heart are from you to be parents. We're in full-time ministry. Like, we want to serve you with our lives. Like, why are you withholding this from us? Um, and so just holding my hands out and saying, like, I don't understand this fully, but I'm giving you our life. Like, I'm giving you my life. And I'm such a person that I'm like, I have to be in control. I have to have a plan. My kids are so scheduled. Like, they can't even poop without me, like, <laughs> scheduling it for them. Um, and so this was like, oh, Lord, like, you're going to have to take this. Like, take the control from me. I give this over to you. Mm -hmm. And it's not like the next day we had a baby at our home. Like, it's not – um, that wasn't the timetable, but it was a totally like it was a change of my heart to say. And even now, we have three children, three amazing kids, and all of them have brought to, been brought to us through adoption. And God has been so evident in each one of those situations. But even now, I still pause and I say, "All right, Lord, like you brought this family together. It's your family. Like do with us what you will." help us to glorify you in that. Um, and part of that is so like, huh, like a huge sigh of relief, right? Of like, I don't have to be in control or in charge. And sometimes I do still want to take that back and like close it within my hands. But that was definitely a huge moment for me. I'm like, all right, Lord, like this is going to be whatever you want for our family. 
If that means we have no children, please help us to glorify you and to accept that. And if that means we have 50 children, like, please give me the strength to do that as well. Um, But I think that was about three years ago, uh, three and a half maybe now. Um, And so I think that was probably the moment that was like most recent that was a time in my life when the Lord really like revealed himself to me and it's still a moment that I can kind of go back on and say like okay Lord it's still your family like you're still building us and you're still you still have a plan um our most recent child our three week old um his adoption was super fast um (laughs) and um and it was very evident of like the lord had laid things in place ahead of time and we had no idea like looking back we're like oh it's because he was preparing us for a third child um and so the things that he's placed in our life are very evident and so we're able to just say all glory to the lord like we have nothing to do with this we're just trying to be open to wherever he's leading Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. I love, yeah, just love that. And I, yeah, I love how your, you know, you, your story just reminds me of just, you know, that openness, like, you know, mm-hmm. how God keeps bringing us to himself, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. to have that openness mm-hmm. and that surrender and how it's not just like a one-time thing. Yeah. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's a daily. It's a daily thing. But, right. you know, as we do, how God just shows up. And I, mm-hmm. I love hearing how he's done that in your life. So true. Shelby, it's been so great having you and Jordan here, mm-hmm. a part of Grace Community for the past five years. Um, we just love you guys and just, yeah, just your impact and encouragement mm-hmm. to so many. Um, can you share something you appreciate and love about Grace Community? Yes, we love being here and being a part of the team. Um, there are so many things that we love about Grace um, but I think some of the ones that I love, there's two in particular that I can think of. Um, the first one is, like I said, neither of us are from here. And so moving even to the Goshen area, um, we did not have a lot of connections and we did not know a lot of people well. It was more like peripherally um, I think Jordan has a picture with John that's like 15 mm-hmm. years old. Or I something. know. I love that picture. <laughs> He's so proud of that picture. <laughs> um, so peripherally, like we kind of knew people, but not super well. Um, but in the five years, um, we just feel like we um, have been become a part of such an incredible community. Um, that this church has really become, people in this church have really become our family. Um, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but when we um, heard about, so our third child, Bennett, um, his adoption was super quick. And so we knew we wanted to adopt again. We knew our family was not complete. We didn't know it would be that quick. Um, <laughs> and so I was actually sitting in um, a Bible study with some great friends and Jordan called me on the phone and was like, hey, like, would you be open to this? And I like had to sit down and like, what is going on? Like, of course. <laughs> but what? Um, And so I had stepped away from the group and I came back and they all just looked at me like, what's going on? And so I kind of explained the situation and they were so excited for us. And um, immediately um, they just surrounded me and put their hands on me and prayed over over our family and over the situation um, and specifically over like the birth mom and and all of that that was going on. Um, And so just that like – 
I haven't known these women for that long and they're Mm -hmm. so connected and invested in our lives and just love us so well. And that was a huge deal. And that was such a great picture of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And since then, like some of those women, they were the ones that brought us meals and um, we got a whole bunch of baby clothes. And (laughs) so I have yet to have to buy anything new for Bennett. And it's amazing. It's because of the community that we've had here. Um, and second of all, and it feels kind of like a cheap answer, but I love our women's ministry. Um, we Me too. Just, yes. <laughs> it's fabulous. You should all be involved. <laughs> uh, but we just had our retreat and I loved it. It was amazing. I mean, Natalie spoke and she's such a gifted speaker um, and she um, she truly can just get to the heart of like what we are learning and growing. Um, mm-hmm. And I love connecting um, with just women I don't know. And or even women that I do, like we stayed up and played games and we could just chat and it just feels real. Um, I think in a lot of other communities or I don't want to say churches, but a lot of other places, um, sometimes it doesn't feel quite as authentic. And I think that's something that um, the women's ministry like different like we have the retreat we have unscripted we have training camp we have so many different like ones to be a part of and to get involved in and it kind of reaches out to a bunch of different groups of women it kind of has something for everyone Mm -hmm. and I love getting to be a part of that of I get to meet people that I wouldn't normally meet and have relationships and um, I'm part of our mom's group and which is something that you help run and I'm so grateful for that Um, and it's created um, some amazing relationships and um in this season of being a mom with little kids, like that's something that I need and it's something that is provided here. And I love that. Um, so without trying to sound like corny or cheesy, like I do really love our women's ministry <laughs> and I love um, just getting to know the other women um, within our church and being encouraged and spurred and spurred on um, just by their love for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, Shelby, we are going to play this or that. So I'm going to say two words and you say which one you like. Okay. All right. Mountains or beach? Mountains. Reality TV or drama shows? Oh, probably drama shows. (laughs) Morning person or night owl? Well, my current life throws that off, but I'm normally a night owl. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Healthy food or junk food? Mm, I love me some good veggies. Healthy food. Good girl. (laughs) Not always, but try to. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Cake or cookies? Ooh, cookies. Sports or concerts? Sports. Camping or glamping? Camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reading or podcasts? Reading. Although I do love this podcast. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> vacation or staycation? Mm, vacation. Mm-hmm. Coffee or tea? Tea. <laughs> City or country? Ooh, probably country. Cooking or being cooked for? Oh, being cooked for. Absolutely. Mm. Amen. Sneakers or dress shoes? Sneakers. Dog or cat? Dog. (laughs) Arrive early or arrive late? Always arrive late. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) But you did beat me here. I did, yes. Every now and then, and I have to celebrate. (laughs) Toilet paper over or under? 
over, obviously. Yes, we can stay yes. friends. Crunchy peanut butter or creamy? Oh, creamy. Yes. Guacamole or salsa? Guac. Food truck or restaurant? Ooh. Uh, probably food truck. Mm-hmm. All right. And now you know Shelby. <laughs> so shelby what encouragement would you like to leave our listeners with um i keep coming back to um like jesus is everything um, there have been definite times in my life where, like, I try to, like, all right, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat healthy. Like, all these things um, of to try to make my life better. Mm. Um, but when you leave Jesus out of it, like, there's no purpose in that. There's no reason for it. Um, and so when you are worried, like, praise Jesus instead of worry, and he can take that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're frustrated or down, like, get in scripture and and let his word just kind of wash over you. Um, make sure that, yeah, like, Jesus is everything. There's, there is no greater relationship. There is no greater um, joy than, than that relationship with him, um, make that a priority. And this, obviously I'm speaking this to myself as well, um, of to, to make sure and make Jesus a priority. And, and after that is when the other things in life kind of fall into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. He, yeah. Where would we be without him? Where would we be? Oh exactly. Yeah. Yep. Such a good word. Mm-hmm. Well, Shelby, thanks so much just for mm-hmm. um, doing this and just sharing your heart and, yeah, sharing. It's it's just so great to see your heart for for Jesus and, and just know more about who you are mm-hmm. as a person. And, yeah, I just love and appreciate you so much, and I'm grateful to have you as a friend mm-hmm. and also that we get to serve together on women's ministry even have that connection Mm. now too so this has been so fun thanks so much for having me on and i'm also glad that yeah we just got to talk and have fun If there is something shared today that you've connected with and would like to talk to someone about it, you can reach out to our women's ministry director, Natalie Replogle, at nreplogel at gc.church, and she can set up a time to chat with you or connect you with Shelby. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time. <laughs>